Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat not, financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we're talking about cock-punching the market and... What? Yeah, you heard me correctly. Uh, At this point, I I imagine. Uh, folks have already heard of the Tim Ferriss uh, launch of his NFT, but we'll get into that in a bit. How it, you know, livened up the market a little bit, gave it a little cock punch. I guess that's a thing we say now. Boy, yeah. I mean, you know, crypto needs more, more odd sayings to have people over here in other conversations, right? From, it's from been, these. So now you can talk it's been about minutes. Cock punch. Yeah. Did you mint it? Yeah. You didn't get the minty cock punch, right? I was on the wait list. I was right there at exactly the right time. Wide. It felt like the old days of, yeah, it felt like the good old days of like, oh, I didn't know I was in a gas war because I thought I was on an approved premium white list exactly at like the time when they said to do it and it got gas. I was like, whoa, I didn't think that was what we were doing here. Yeah, I was fortunate to have, fortunate enough to have one uh, mid spot for that raffle. Um, so I did mint uh, those yeah, it's been been quite some volume. People get into that a bit more, but uh, anything else new in your wallet recently, George? Well, uh, I already was uh, celebrating the fact that I got the artifact Nike Dunk uh, not too long ago. Uh, still pretty pleased by that. But then I got dropped these uh, Shield Age things that I think um, came as a result of one of our previous um, uh, previous projects that we talked about and uh, sort of uh, looking for it, the the membership. So I hadn't gotten. Interesting drop in a bit. So, yeah. I go to Tsunami. Sumi. Cannot That's pronounce nice. that. Yeah, one. we did mention <laughs> that one before. Oh. Um, yeah, cool. I uh, had one, uh, I picked up one new piece today. Coldy was a very small edition. Of, uh, it was 100 edition, or the pieces total. Uh, there were 70 for sale. They had been quite really small. They were point two. It was a project that had heard about artifacts. So, that, that's. Those kind of interesting to check out. A lot of 3D objects, bro. As they state, 100 uh, premier crypto artists. So Coldy is the latest one. They've had some others there too. Um, I think those are, I, I can't quite tell what's going on. They were, like I said, they were at point two at one uh, from the uh, mint, but they were really just for sale on on OpenSea. So it wasn't quite minting it. Uh, you're actually just picking one of the, uh, the existing tokens and, and hoping that you could out. He just beat somebody else to it, so missed on a few, got one, uh, but it's a little different experience. So it does feel like there's, you know, overall, it does feel like there's there's people waiting around for the right projects. Yeah, I mean, I think the the degenerates are still here. If you look at like NFT sale volumes um, over the past seven days, um, they're you know slightly up actually uh, overall by about depending on how you're looking at it, just on the Ethereum network by like 10%. So I wonder if, you know, the there's a, a December end of year bump, but I mean, we've been talking about it. I do have to do some harvesting. Like it's got the, 
the clock is going and I'm going to be so frustrated myself if I didn't like uh, go through the old uh, catalog of broken dreams, we'll call them. Yeah, <laughs> at the very least, I mean, I would say it's someone I did last year was even just swapping tokens from the same collection with other people in, that had pieces from that collection, um, you know, to, to, to move your token, um, you know, and, and sell it cheaply and then pick one up from another. If you don't, you know, maybe you just want to help somebody else out, maybe hop in a discord, look at ways that you can take a, uh, realize a loss, um, and maybe help somebody else out. Those, those losses can be big when it comes to tax time. Yeah, well, I'll be on our Discord and they have a pony or two that I bought at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, helping our Discord up, Project Discord, you know, uh, we we are not <laughs> we are not uh, excluding ourselves from the need to uh, to um, take some losses here. Yeah, well, on the news side, uh, looks like well, you've, you've shopped quite a bit here. You've got Ledger just launched a new hardware wallet for your NFTs. Am I dumb? Like why? Like but we could just toss our NFTs on their last wallet. Like, what is special about this thing? Yeah, so this is it's, it's an interesting wallet here. This is um, a little bit different than, than what you've seen before. A lot of the wallets that we've seen have been very much like USB keys. Hmm. Uh, this is a, this actually has images. It looks a little bit more, it's about the size of a credit card or the uh, length by width of a credit card is thicker. Designed by Tony Fidel, who uh, was with, uh, Apple for a long time was the uh, the designer of the the iPod, designed many of their of Apple's famous devices. Uh, so what this does is along the side, and it's a on the side there's a digital screen that you can label it with, and then on the front there's also a digital screen so you can see your NFTs there. Um, trying to make it a little um, more of the activity happening on the device. Um, if you've used mostly hardware wallets out there, it's a little bit of putting a key in. And then really doing most of it on your on your computer. Uh, I guess all I've done is uh, as my desktop or my laptop, I should say, not on my mobile with a uh, with a uh, hardware wallet. Um, you know, that being said, uh, so that, I mean, this looks really cool. That being said, it hasn't actually tested out much yet. Um, you know, Ledger is a, a trusted name among hardware wallets. It's not one that I've used uh, personally. Um, this is this does use Bluetooth, which I've been, I've been somewhat hesitant to, to, uh, use a, um, hardware wallet with Bluetooth. Um, to me, it's not the potential risks, not worth the, the convenience of, 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 of plugging it in. Um, but I, mean, I am curious to see what people think about this once it uh, is fully released. I mean, it's some beautiful piece of looking tech. I'll say that mm -hmm. and a lot more than I think we've seen for a while. Yeah. You know. It's kind of one of those things that like, you don't fully understand the, the upside of having a screen because I use my uh, mobile phone to show things when I want to show it really quickly. Like, oh, I own this thing. Like, um, and it makes right. me and nervous. So, like, the point of this thing is to carry around still. But right? in the safe, it's a lot. Like, I don't want to. Oh, but then I USB. Um, but I think it, you know, just having more options um, for hardware wallets, I think, is, is great. They are, they're, they're relatively underused at this point by, by the crypto community, I think. Let's see, next year, we've got some more uh, Nike artifact news. Um, so they are hinting at a, a move to earn uh, type of uh, feature for the, this new shoe that they have dropped. I think we talked about this a little bit 
Um, they just got they they announced the physical shoe um, at NFT. Yeah, at the NFT now uh, event at at during Miami Art Week Art Basel, um, and now sounds like they may be going uh, a little bit in the uh, direction of uh, uh, why am I? What's the uh, the one that's done this already, George? Uh, oh, the, it was on Solana, right? Right. God. Oh, oh man, blanking, blanking. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's interesting. You know, they've got a couple. Like, I think we have two items. Step in, AP. Step in. There we go. You know, definitely a bigger name in this. And, you know, it's, you know or, I don't know. We talked about with Step in. It's big. A lot of that is about advertising and then being able to uh, get you to check these things so that you're getting exposure to the new ads and everything. So um, interesting that they're interesting to see that Nike is also getting into that. I would think that they would be a little bit more of uh, keeping it or gaming it so you can get your own points and whatnot to uh, use in their ecosystem. Um, we should, uh, we've got one other uh, Nike story here um, that I'll just throwing it in. Um, so this, so part of this news was a little disappointing to some of their uh, longtime holders of the, the monolith boxes. Uh, this, the news was shoes would only be available to ship to the United States. This had never been discussed before in, uh, in any of their drops when they, I mean, they've gone from the artifact shoe to, to different Nike uh, like monolith boxes and, and whatnot. So this has uh, definitely disappointed some holders seen some, some uh, the big price drops in um, a couple of their collections as well. Um, you know, so there, um, it's not clear to me if this, the, the move to earn part would also be blocked outside of the U.S. My hunch is that it's not going to be supported outside of the U.S. That would be a you know, relatively big de- detriment to the international uh, customer base. Yeah, I imagine they're having a real fun time in the in the legal department. I just I was also looking at this. Are we are we saying that there's another official word for the physical digital called fidgetal? Are they going to stick with fidgetal as a real word? Are we doing that? I mean, it's pretty bad, right? That's a yeah, we got to do that. I feel I feel like it's going around, and I really don't like it. I think it's too late. It's not up to us. You're telling me. I'm still rooting. I'm still rooting for my onies. I just want to call NFTs onies. Come on, I guess it. All right, get on to our next story here. So, oh man, we've talked about Reddit, how they are just killing it, not with NFTs, of course, digital collectibles, right? They have they're not NFTs. Not quite very clear. NFTs. Definitely NFTs. But man, two hundred and sixty thousand minted in a single day is a new record for their platform, and I believe for for any platform. Um, you know, outside of somebody just saying that they maybe minted a whole bunch of uh, tokens on their own. Oh, this is just crazy. They just keep coming in waves. People are, there's new creators just just learning from what's been done before and, and killing it with new releases. This is cool. I have not, you know, I, I still haven't fully jumped, you know, fully uh, jumped into that NFT or the, uh, the Reddit NFT universe. But man, this is, this is great. Yeah, and guess what? It's all happening on Polygon, I'm pretty sure here. Um, <laughs> full disclosure, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like Polygon. 
Okay, we've got finally we've got ApeCoin staking coming, and it's causing problems because, of course, right? You get rolled something else out. Uh, there are people that are losing all of their to their stake tokens because they saw they did not realize that they're bored ape or they're mutant ape or whatever you know ape they might have or dog or whatever. I don't exactly know how the the staking works, but it it is essentially the key to the tokens. If you stake with, if you stake the tokens, you must have that NFT to get them back. Some people don't seem to realize this. I think that's maybe based on the, the wallet instead. Some other people losing some pretty big, uh, big token amounts from this. Um, this is one that looks, the numbers look insane right now. If you go on Twitter, you, you'll find people talking about, you know, retiring, living off the, uh, the staked token income. You know, we've seen how these play out. If you're thinking about anything back, like that, please. Please look at how those have played out in the past. Every single time. Not like, oh, maybe this is different. Every single time. It's almost tiresome watching that movie play out again and again. And just to explain, the way that like staking is promised is you lock up your coins here. We give you yield from the magical yield fairy. Don't ask any questions about the magical internet money that will obviously just keep coming as long as you keep pumping the price and nothing will ever happen because, you know, music will always keep playing. The money must come from somewhere. And, you know, I would hope that anybody new getting into it would realize that. But if you're already in, here's the weird thing. I will say this as somebody who has been in the middle of, you know, the circus while the music is playing and it's like pretty amazing. We know when magic money is just dropping into your wallet, it just doesn't last though. And you know, it can, it can be hard to pull out, but like if you possibly can get, you know, capture that initial investment as quickly as possible. And then, you know, do not think of it as like a huge opportunity. It just, where does the money come from? And it can't be magical internet fairies. That's the answer. All right. Hey, do you remember that uh, story about it? we're going to buy the Constitution? You know, all the, the Dow. Oh, was getting that was like a year ago today yeah. almost, right? Yeah. You know how that died? Well, back. Another, there's another group getting together trying to buy the Constitution. Um, Constitution Dow 2 was another copy of the Constitution. Remember, if you remember from the last one, it, was, it ended up being bought by uh, Kenneth Griffin from Citadel. Um, <laughs> just he basically saw that Dow had raised about forty. I want to say about forty-five million or something. So had his forty-five point oh one, you know, whatever it might be, ready to go forty-six million and, and uh, beat that bid. Uh, I think they're trying to. So they're selling NFTs with this one. I know they're trying to not say exactly how much they have. I don't know exactly how that's going to work. It's on chain, but you know, I also think it's a pretty different environment than, than maybe we were in at that time. So we'll see what kind of money gets, uh, gets raised to, to, uh, to go after this addition. Is that the affordable projects? Go. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you want to bring that one? I just like on their site, they've got Nick Cage. They're really playing it up. Um, just a picture of them, not like public endorsement. But uh, pretty funny. Good luck. I don't understand the, I mean, the utility of owning an artifact like that, but I guess I do. At least it's worth something, right? Like 
are arguably like you have people like uh ken griffin like spending over 47 million to buy the thing there's some market out there yeah i mean they're not making more well i mean i guess i don't know are they are they on the blockchain i don't know how many there really are all right they've raised 36 each so far i just found that out so maybe it's a little ways to go 36 ETH looks like they've total public amount raised so far. What's no, you're missing. It's got to be more. That's not going to do it. <laughs> I don't think they're getting I mean, that much. Does it. Ooh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll, uh, we may come back with an update on that. Uh, yeah. Well, we talked, well, talking about speaking of Polygon as we were earlier. We got Starbucks and their NFT efforts back here. They are actually rolling these out to beta, beta testers now. Uh, I, yeah, we've talked about how we haven't really uh, seen much about this, but you know, maybe there are just more beta testers being able to use the points and everything. But you know, they're they're moving ahead. That's great. I'm kind of shocked to see that Nifty Gateway is going to be powering their marketplace. Yeah. Why? 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 I mean, why am I shocked? Why are you? No, 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 no. Why are you shocked? (laughs) Uh, Why are they? Why are they doing that? Why are they throwing in with a centralized NFT marketplace that has ties to Gemini Winklevoss twins that I think are owed as much as $900 million from the FTX scandal and collapse? I don't know. Just questions. Just questions. Full disclosure, I have, I think, systematically removed every single uh, nifty I had on that platform. Uh, Just in case. Yeah, not so bad. Can't hurt to have that in your your own wallet, right? Mm Self-custody. Well, I can talk about Zed because I know we're going to be pushing our, uh, we're going to be pushing our talk about Cockpunch a little bit later. But uh, look, Zed, the I would say the game that uh, really got me into NFTs with regard to horse racing and whatnot, uh, you know, they're still kicking four years down the road and they have a major update to the platform, which is always kind of funny because there's a lot of people who bought a lot of these horses. Uh, and a lot of, I know, yeah, I know some, I know one in particular. One of them. Uh, but they're, I will say, impressively updating and not afraid to sort of innovate but they're adding like levels which is going to increase um how people are getting like experience points on top of their horses so you know it's kind of interesting to see that they had an original asset your horse which was an nft but there were hidden attributes um, that could sort of only be seen on their system not necessarily publicly you could see their stats so like these nfts are sort of evolving in a game in a way that i don't see any other game doing and they're you know they're doing it all on the blockchain it's all in public right it's happening on Polygon. So they're trying to just make it, um, you know, more fun as a, as a gameplay. And, you know, I have a bunch of these horses that are being lent out on a regular basis now. And, you know, people, people are, are racing them. Um, it's interesting. Awesome. I feel like we should have like theme music for, for the stables, the stable report or something from, from George. Yeah. How it's going on with, with <laughs> the stable report. <laughs> Mostly not stable. It's actually stable. It's not moving too much. Awesome. Um, let's see. So we don't. Well, we're going to discuss a big project today. We don't have a specific project that we're you're going to uh, to bring. I don't think, unless you you have a surprise for us at the last moment here, George. 
don't have any buzzer beaters. You know, I think uh, I, I'm still just uh, enjoying the fact that I picked up the, uh, the, the artifact there. But I will say because of the, uh, <laughs> because of the news that we just talked about with Nike moving, I think a little frustrated. Um, the floor price is uh, well below where I uh, would say yeah, I was talking about buying it before. You had, it was such a great buy until that. But it looked like you had a great offer on it and things had kind of started picking up. And then the news came out and, uh, you know, as, ah, it does feel like, man, anytime you, you actually release news, it's just, it's, so, it's anyway, never good. Uh, floor price is at uh, 0.28, uh, call it 2.29. Okay. So um, it is lowest it has been in quite some time. So if you think Nike can, you know, figure out how to make shoes a thing, uh, you know, maybe they... Uh, pull up on it but it's um yeah i don't know it's pretty much kind of my, my joke that i kind of expected that is like as soon as i buy it i'll play what's gonna happen yeah it's that fallen knife right um so right, that is so affordable. let us of course let us know you know we'll, we'll get to talk about cock punch and everything here of course you will have to let the uh let the community let the, the listeners know if you do pick one up because we know what that will do to the price right george Oh, right to the moon. Well, I mean, this podcast is definitely going to drive it right back up. So no worries on that. Markets every day. All right. So we talked Let's a little bit about this project. We, 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 we talk about this, everybody knows about this at this point, if you're listening. Yeah, you probably so, do the Tim Ferriss project that, you know, he started talking about on his blog. It's, you know, really kind of funny looking uh, chickens, but it's a whole fictional. You know, pre-reveal here to just... Noting as we as we record this, we are pre pre reveal. Um, so you know who knows what may have happened post reveal. Yeah. Uh, well, I I did try to get one. You actually got one. Uh, it sold at point three, and you know sold out in like classic in, inside of minutes because there was like far more, uh, I think, marketing uh, associated on it. Uh, I, I thought he's a great marketer, isn't he? The guy knows how to market things, right? Like, you know, this is a person who, you know, made, basically made it under the scene with like a four hour work week, right? Where he actually came up with the title of that book after like running a bunch of different ads to see what people would click on. And he's like, oh, that. <laughs> so uh, he's certainly been in the game and he has, you know, friends like Kevin Rose, who as soon as you, I think, have him on your project in any way, shape or form saying like, I'm going to support this, like, there's just a lot of institutional uh, and old holders that all just follow him no matter what. So right, you get the proof holders, you get the Moonberg people, and anyone that just feels like they maybe missed out on those that's still a big fan. You know, I think overall we we've seen a lot of collections recently that I think speak to people that um, maybe are of a similar age, background, whatnot to. to 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 Ferris and one of the things that he was great at with his marketing of his books was really understanding where he, to, to make it feel like he's everywhere in a specific community and I think he's done that here he's been on Kevin Rose podcast he's been on Bank Close he's been on just just all of the, the major uh, NFT and crypto media um, he's been on that tour and it's it would be hard to not know about this if you're you're in crypto um, and. So we, this was, I mean, it was an impressive volume here. This was a collection of 5,555 pieces. Pretty, I feel like we've seen a lot of 
collections going smaller recently, maybe with, you know, with the, uh, the conditions of the market and, you know, this is a big collection sold out quickly, as you said, I think you mentioned that it was about 10% over allocated, not clear to me that it was only 10% based on how quickly that went. I think it may have been more regardless. I mean, it's, it's impressive that there was this much just waiting out there for this project. He then acted as a collector in space, although I, as far as I know, his wallet is, is not known, uh, but he has been at different events that reached out at the, uh, the, uh, Martha, um, event for art blocks, um, as was Kevin Rose. Um, so, you know, he's, he's definitely been around and seems to understand a lot of the some of the nuances of 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 the NFT ecosystem and how to release a project, but this is it's pretty different than anything he's done before. This is a it's, a, it's going to be a fictional story, right? With these characters, he's launched a separate podcast to I don't know if say to support it, but it's about kind of the the creative exploration of this project, right? Yeah, he's done some. Unique things here. Obviously, we talked about the item size, which is different. Uh, he has made it very clear. I, I don't think he's having a Discord. Maybe that's changed. He is promising exactly zero utility. Um, and like he's doing it like very much upfront, which, you know, if you look back, pretty different than, you know, the Kevin Rose style of being like, oh, I'm going to be sending you like all this kind of stuff. If you get alpha in the Discord, you're going to be part of this. Like, I think Tim is just like, look, I designed some really cool, funny uh, art that pairs with an entire uh, story narrative that he's just going to launch and a whole podcast behind it. And so it'll, um, you know, it'll be a potential creative asset that he, you know, tries to, to build behind. And I see Gary Vaynerchuk trying to, you know, do this with or talk about doing this uh, with uh, v friends, right? How there's going to be stories associated with all these like little motivational critter critters running around business. Like, okay, uh, but this is uh, an interesting experiment. I was I was frustrated. I uh, I really did want to get one, but now I'm you know sort of talking this uh, this price uh, as it kind of comes down. I think there's like uh, probably a lot. What are we looking of, at right now? We're having point point uh, nine six. Um, and I know you obviously picked it up at point three, probably. Right. This way, right. I mean, I saw at one point there were solid sales at one, one five, and then it seemed to come back down to one three when I last looked at it uh, before, before going to, to, to sleep the, uh, the night of the mint. Uh, so it's come down a little bit. Very, uh, I'm curious to see what happens with this. It's, yeah, it's very, it's, Almost the opposite of, of proof than what Kevin Rose has done in terms of not you know, promising nothing. I don't know exactly what to expect um, in terms of the project, and it it's not it's not the type of project that I would typically just jump into because of the lack of details and lack of clarity about what's going on. It's the Tim Ferriss name certainly is is what's carrying this project right now. Yeah, uh, clearly that's that's in there. I. I do see that they did over $7 million in, you know, the first seven days and like, it hasn't been seven days, well, but it's been, yeah, sort of don't. like aggregating a few days here. Um, whenever this comes out, I think it's also, um, 
it's interesting to see. I have never seen something of this volume uh, go directly toward a nonprofit, uh, the CIC Foundation, uh, which, you know, it is Tim's foundation. So you're like, yeah, I did go to a nonprofit, but I think it's maybe slightly different when it is your own personal, basically, like nonprofit you're running. Um, right, right, right. Like that. I mean, yeah, you, you go do good work. That's fine. To but do like, with it, you know, there's something about you know, tr- you know, believing in what you're doing. But yeah, it's not giving it away. We're not going. It's not going to the selfless, the humane society. I mean, again, look, there's a lot of oversight. Um, you know, because it's a, uh, you know, they have to file as a public charity, uh, a 990, which you get full uh, disclosures on how people are compensated. So you get the top three people that are compensated at the organization. Like my other, my other world is deeply in nonprofits. So I looking at this from that lens too, being like, holy cow, like if you know, had a celebrity in a way to, to do it, like, guess what? Like you don't pay taxes when you donate all of that money to a nonprofit and you use it operationally and, uh, you made money. So one of the things that, you know, I would imagine if he's giving it to that, that's also giving money to a nonprofit, even if it's his, it is a filed, we could, you know, I have a, I have a nonprofit that I run and I could have a drop and I could send all of the money to that nonprofit and I could hire me, but to do, I work for it, pay myself through it. So I, I, and I don't mean to be throwing any FUD actually at, at right, right. No, I'm just looking at, it can be done the wrong way. It can be, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables in here. And we've seen cases where it's not done right. I'm not, yeah, neither of us are saying that that's the case here or if Ferris is doing that. Or we just take that clip and we're like, well, hypothetically. <laughs> I think we've seen some issues where people have tried to, uh, to maybe give money to certain organizations in the crypto space to maybe make things look better than they are. Again, not what's happening. It just can be done. Oh, and it has been done too. Some pretty ridiculous uh, degrees anywhere. Well, the other question that kind of raises in my mind here um, is that, let's just be honest, like it takes money to build community, to build assets, to build that podcast he's going to. Now, all of the secondary sales of which he gets 6.9% because he's a goofball, 69%. Like it's just funny. It is wrong. Because 6.9% uh, of the transactions that, um, you know, I, I don't know what networks are going to be, you know, allowing this or not allowing it with author fees, but like, that's how that will actually generate its initial revenue, right? Like, although the guy knows how to run a podcast, I'm sure he can get ads on top of his like fictional narratives and like go from there. But that, you know, it is a very different thing starting a company with like just the royalties that come off of this versus like starting a company with $7 million, like you know, a headcount, right? <laughs> head yeah, of marketing, yeah. head of creative, like, you know, the, and it's, um, something yeah, and you figure that most of those, you know, a good percentage of the royalties are going to come in, you know, shortly after, and you know, as we, are, as we are recording this, it's really, we're less than a day and a half. I think we're about 30 hours uh, from mint time. Um, so we, you know, we've seen a ton of volume and I, well, it's, Hard to say, you know, the, the number of transactions likely slows down. It's hard to say what's going to happen with the, the, the price. So, you know, you don't know what the royalty, uh, royalties will end up being. 
Um, you know, that being said, it is, you know, he's got a big project to run here. He is doing a podcast. He has, he, he announced the new podcast on his current podcast and said it was a, I think he said it was a 30 second promo for the new one. It was still a five plus minute recording because he fills those things with ads. He's, if you've listened to his podcast, you'll know yeah. that, man, there are a ton of ads and there are a ton of listeners. They pay some big money. Uh, he, you know, he's found a way to make it work and. He's not, yeah, we, you know, we just talked about how it's his whole nonprofit. Also, is he, if, if things weren't going so well, that's a lot of, a lot of money he just raised. You know, he, he's clearly, uh, clearly doing all right. Otherwise that he, that he can do something like that. I, I do expect that he'll be able to bring some of that to the, uh, the new podcast as well. Yeah. There's, um, you know, as I look at it, there's one wallet that has, um, like 10% of the project. It's unnamed. Um, and maybe Tim's like he may have just held on. He must have held on to it. So like it's kind of interesting yeah, to be like, oh, there it is. Like none of them have moved out. As far as I can see, they're just like all airdropped to this wallet. So uh, you know, I wonder how Must much of that supply the thing or something, I would think. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're in this project, that's like one of those things that we're looking at to be like, all right, what is the distribution of boulders here? And in a different world, right? Like, you know, you, if you have uh, 10% of a project that will potentially just be sold along the way, uh, it's important to know that. Uh, again, without a, a Discord, I wonder if that actually kind of bites them a little bit because these people are going to feel less of a camaraderie with each other less of a connection and understanding of like what's what's being planned other than like tuning into the like the, the podcast broadcast right yeah that's that is interesting it's an interesting choice not to go with the, the discord i think we feel like we've seen that from uh, from some of the free mint projects recently you know obviously at point three this was not a free mint kind of uh i don't know i, I think we am not saying we've seen the end of free mints i just think you know people got maybe a little carried away with the idea that everything was going to be a, a free mint you know, more often, I think this is going to be, and I think more, most successful projects will actually start with a mint price because there is demand and it does give them something to play with um, in terms of building afterward. Yeah, I um, think it's another example too, you know, you're, you're able to see like, here's somebody who has, you know, uh, a brand and trust. And so if you're a creator who has built up an audience and audience trust over a period of time like this is a playbook and we've seen it you know run uh many times but like you know really i can only think of the like gary vaynerchuk kevin rose tim ferris like uh you know you get some other stuff out there but in terms of like people that had like large audience of podcasts like running that type of play um there's a lot more out there and I think there's a lot more creators that are like, at some point, I know I'm going to have to get into this game. Uh, I, you know, I think they'll probably care about not wanting to rub their supporters. Uh, so watching you carefully because Tim cares uh, and has cultivated uh, that brand of trust. So I, uh, I don't own one, but if that price, I, I'll, I'll throw a dart at it. I was going to ask you, what, what is your, what's your target? My target on this one, point six. I think okay. there's a lot of people in here flipping this thing. I don't know how he kind of fully distributed it out there, but I don't think um, the Venn diagram of overlapping Tim Ferriss fans and holders of this are uh, anywhere near a line 
uh, right yeah, now. There were, you know, I feel like it's something, you know, there were a ton of raffles for this um, across different projects. And I, I get that to some degree that there's no way to, to really gauge how, how genuinely interested people are in the project. And I hope that we can find ways that people can have interest. It's something that I think if this were an artist that had released things before, a creator that had released things before, it's something that maybe you can find people that are actually holders, take a, you know, take a snapshot, something like that. A little harder with brand new projects. And I think you're right in that it ends up being just a lot of people that won and are looking to, to flip it, you know, and, and it's hard not to, if you, if you don't care that much. 8.3 and it's up to 1.3 the same day or even one it's a nice little nice little flip if you if you don't you know for not doing much oh yeah I mean, it's, I, a, it's a much bigger buy for for someone like you that's looking that actually is generally interested now you're thinking well what is the right entry point because there are a lot of people still still flipping yeah look it's it's also kind of very clear that like you try your best but like there are people in here who clearly got like, you know, 40, 50 of these things. And I can look at them right now, the top 100 owners, the number two and number three people had 47 and 58 respectively. And they are just constantly selling. They're just, just completely selling into this market. And so like, I, again, well, that's the thing, right? Like maybe I, I don't have the whole narrative, but like I do and can look at well, the data. I don't know. I, I, if it's. You know, I could do some more digging, see if those wallets are connected to the, the Tim and the team. I hope not. Because, I, you know, that's something that definitely frustrates me when I see people that have access, um, early access or, or privileged access to to a project and getting too much at selling. Because, you know, I'm not saying that you can't sell, but I think that there's a, you know, there should be more of a lockup period for those that do have access. So I hope that it is not that case, not saying it is, have seen it, at, you know, in, in, in projects before. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I mean, it's like this person's, you know, made bank on this, you know, and it's clear oh, they yeah. got a ton of these in the door. I'm seeing at least uh, 20 sales. Um, and you figure they're probably about tripling, if, you know, at least. Yeah, at least tripling um, on that. Uh, so yeah, again, when you're this ice, oh, this might preps to the pros. You, so, yeah, I think it might even know who this is. <laughs> make sure it's not a friend of it. So you're like, oh, no, I think I, yeah, I, I might. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, look, if you, if you I mean, get it's it, not the, do it. Yeah. But I mean, it's the name. So wait, this, I did see this person buying a lot early, but I also think, um, yeah, I guess I'd have to look at, you know, did they actually buy them or are they, uh, you know, were they, did they mint that many? Um, yeah, I, I would think that with a raffle, we'd see a relative. Um, wide distribution to a you know, large number of unique wallets. That doesn't uh, doesn't always work out entirely like that. You know, as I said, there's this person with a lot of these. Um, it should, you know, at the same time, you know, there may, I don't know where this project is going. Um, it does feel like there is there's a lot of demand, and so people are looking to get in. And I I would think that uh, there is a I don't see this one as one that's going to be back to, to anywhere close to the mint price um, anytime soon. I think you know, it won't. It just uh, it just won't. I um I'm throwing a dart at point six. 
I think the other piece here is like, I mean, this was on my radar immediately. I was like so fast to get on like the whitelist. I've listened to all of stuff in the past. I think, uh, yeah, I think I, that's like, where- you can really see the fact that like when you have those elements, right? Person, trusted brand, long time in the industry, probably a bit of a tech bet, something funny, creative, something that they obviously put care into. And then that type of media blitz, like just try to get on the whitelist. You will make money. It's like that seems now will. Should you hold it indefinitely? No freaking glue, but it's very clear when you have oversubscribe. Like this is the old play. You oversubscribe drop with a you know a person or brand that's like trustworthy. Like number probably go up. Yeah, and I think that's what what a lot of people saw a year. Um, you know, the people went for this mid whether they were ready to hold it for a long time or just flip it because it looked. It, sort of a no-brainer when, when you see the sort of attention and, and we weren't the only ones that saw it yeah well but, I, you know it is disappointing because you saw this you you did see this even earlier you got on the wait list so early and i guess that's where i feel like shouldn't there be you know i i won tree through a raffle much later didn't have to pay much attention and you know i'm not it almost goes back to the days of when there was uh you know just hustling in different discords to you know get on the list and, and do all the different things and you know you do see that there is something to that because it, it yeah it takes time and like you put in the time and, and you get rewarded for that like there's no you know no way around that and uh i'm surprised they didn't have us you know pre-buy a, a book or something to help them get another another new york times bestseller and you know i, I mean like funny if, he so... just, if he just did it, it was just it was just almost nothing. It just said cock punch in the book and still, ended up I mean, the seller, it would have been pretty funny. Straight up, like, could have been a graphic novel. Like, he could have gone ahead and, like, done it and be like, go buy this book. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go buy this. Like, I'll go buy 10 of them. Like, Gary V did that for, um, like, I think V2s. I mean, there's a book drop. Um, oh, so this is already done. done. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Gary, Tim, Tim doesn't follow. It. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn it. You did it first. <laughs> it comes back to how many, like, trees can i like incinerate to make some books yeah yeah now that the blockchain is uh yeah <laughs> i don't i'm against books because it uh hurts the environment oh man all right uh we had one other narrative here like i don't know we'll come talk about it later but it just feels like one long band-aid ripping event after another with you know various platforms and fallout coming we were speculating before we turn on the mic like, whether or not should we Heather is on the chop we get anything right about this year did we get anything right about this <laughs> no i don't think so i, think, I was I so bullish on did real predictions but you know i think we should uh maybe be more explicit about some predictions just so we can really see how bad we are or i, I want to be did, fair we did talk about some of the themes and I, I think we should try to go back to that at some point in one of our upcoming episodes all right that's so a you, good idea how wrong were we about the themes of this year yeah <laughs> who predicted the Multi-billion frauds and blow-ups. Um, oh, yeah. We, I mean, we have to do a classic prediction episode. That I feel like that's just, everyone loves that. Have two idiots right. of what's going to happen. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, did you? I mean, if you picked that we were going to have just massive blow-up after massive blow-up, why didn't you let us know? And why are you still here listening to this? Because you should have been out of this already. So. I I just I'm not gonna believe you if you told me that you knew that was gonna happen. Show me the receipts. <laughs> Should be on the chain. Uh, but yeah, I I really kind of hope that like 2023 is less band aid ripping. Like just 
if Tether's going to collapse, just do it already. Like, let's just go down. Go down. Well, it's not, that's not the way. Yeah. It's not that's the not way they date they're ripped off. Apparently not. I mean, it's supposed to be like that, right? We are just slowly removing this, you know, as, as is constantly uh, said in the, the X copy discord with anything like this. It's, it's Max Payne, you know, it's, it's, Alluding <laughs> to his Max Payne and friends that just cannot get back to to uh, mid you know, and it's uh, just well, that's the yeah. only I would say is this a fair, is this an accurate statement? Is the only X copy that is below its min price? I also coincidentally the only X copy that I have ever bought that min price. Oh man, just just I'm just saying coincidence, maybe. Yeah. I like my. I, I'm very proud to have an X copy. I'm pleased with that thing. I, it's it's. Uh, I love the project. I think there's probably still more to come to it, and I still love the references. So, yeah, you know what is the max pain? That is what we will get. The buck god. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, we'll go out. I'll have to go hunt. I feel like we did uh, a, a projections about what was going to happen this year. So we'll go. Yeah, we'll I think we talked about some themes, and you know, I knew, I knew gaming was. You like music? I was all about gaming, and at that period of time, I had like some like we doing really well with some of the gaming stuff, and then you know everything imploded. Mm-hmm. We were over the metaverse, though, so we were. We were right. Yeah, yeah. we were over the metaverse. <laughs> we're like, this can't go on. Oh yeah, or, you know, Meta's idea of what that was, and man, remember those, those virtual land prices getting up to twenty ETH. Yeah. I, I mean, you do more than I do because I think you held a lot more of them than I did along the way. I don't know. I mean, I had, I didn't have much. I didn't do well on these at all. I think, uh, I think you had a sandbox bot at one point, right? And I had, it's pretty good. You had the NFT worlds. You had NFT worlds that I, yeah, I guess, you know, I think I made like wheat free on that, sold that at seven when I, those got up over 10, I know. Yeah, you know. All right. Well, uh, see you out there. Leave a rating, review, drop into Discord. Maybe we'll uh, do some worse trading. Literally. Yeah. Swap your worthless tokens. Help someone else out. All right. See you out there. This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.